The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Mark. A leper came to Jesus and kneeling down begged him and said, If you wish, you can make me clean. Moved with pity, he stretched out his hand, touched him and said to him, I do will it be made clean. The leprosy left him immediately, and he was made clean. Then, warning him sternly, he dismissed him at once. He said to him, See that you tell no one anything, but go show yourself to the priest and offer for your cleansing what Moses prescribed. That will be proof for them. The man went away and began to publicize the whole matter. He spread the report abroad so that it was impossible for Jesus to enter a town openly. He remained outside in deserted places, and the people kept coming to him from everywhere. The Gospel of the Lord. When we read the Gospels, all four Gospels, we hear of a number of accounts of either a leper or a group of lepers approaching Jesus and begging Him to heal them, to make them clean. And today we hear this story of a single leper, a man suffering from leprosy. Uh, As soon as he sees Jesus... He falls to his knees and begs him to help. He believes that Jesus can heal him. He has been hearing stories about Jesus healing the paralyzed man, the blind man, uh, casting out demons, preaching the gospel message, feeding the hungry. He's been hearing about all these things. And he says to himself, if only I can meet this Jesus And ask him to heal me, to make me clean. To understand this man's circumstances, we have to remember that in ancient Israel, uh, a leper was ostracized. He was separated from his loved ones, from his family, his friends, from the whole community. And so they did either one of two things if, if, if they were a leper. They would yell out, announcing when they came into populated areas in cities or villages, they would announce out loud, unclean, unclean, as you heard in the first reading. If they didn't do that, there was bells that they would ring. And the ringing of that bell signified that lepers were coming into the area. Now, this isn't for the people to welcome them. It was a warning for the people to stay away from them. Okay, so they yelled out this or they rang the bell for people to stay away. And so, not only did the lepers suffer physically, you know, with the skin conditions that they suffered from and the deformity of their limbs, but there was a deeper suffering Beyond the physical, it was a mental and emotional suffering, a spiritual suffering. Because they were separated from their wife, their husband, from their children, from their parents, 
from all of their loved ones and friends and they were ostracized. They were made to live outside of the life of everyone else. And then on top of that, they could not even go into the temple. They could not uh, participate in the rituals of Israel because they were unclean. And so they suffered in a variety of ways, not just the physical, but socially, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, in all of these different ways. Now we know that there are lepers that exist even today. And I'm told that there was a leper colony here in Louisiana for some time, and now it's, I have heard it's a museum or or some type of uh, historical site. Uh, Not here, but in in a town you would know better than I, but... So there are lepers in in our times today. But none of us here have leprosy. Not, not literally. We don't have leprosy. But in order for this gospel to speak to us, let us think of leprosy more in metaphorical terms. If we think of it in metaphorical terms, uh, a leper could be somebody who maybe has... An addiction, maybe an addiction to alcohol. Perhaps a leper could be somebody who has a a drug addiction or maybe a pornography addiction. Or maybe the leper in our days today could be somebody who has a broken relationship because of adultery. So in that sense, in that metaphorical sense, all of us, or at least many of us, know what it is to suffer in that manner. We all have suffered in different ways. And one of the temptations when we do suffer from this kind of leprosy, metaphorically, is that we can kind of withdraw. If we have a broken marriage, if we have a broken relationship with our children, if we have a certain addiction, a certain illness, sometimes... The temptation for us is to withdraw, to withdraw from people, to hide from people, to conceal ourselves, to protect ourselves, because we're in that place of vulnerability. And what happens when we're in a place of vulnerability, brothers and sisters? We feel vulnerable. We feel like we can be wounded even deep in a more deep way. And so the the instinct, the temptation is to withdraw sometimes from people or circumstances um, that could hurt us even more. When we, when we reflect on this, when we reflect on this gospel today and we think about this leper, this man suffering from leprosy, he was living apart from community, as I said. And the temptation there is to close himself, to hide from Jesus. He could have easily done that. But the leper in today's gospel teaches us that in our sufferings, whatever those sufferings are, that we're called to fall to our knees and ask for Jesus to heal us, to heal our broken marriage, to heal our broken relationship with our son or daughter, to heal our addictions. Whatever the suffering is, we are called to fall on our knees 
And ask Jesus for that healing that we so desire to be made clean. Just as the leper does today in this gospel reading. I want to share a story with you. I've shared much of my life with you since I've been coming here. I love telling stories about my life, different family members, myself. My mother for many years was a community liaison, a social worker for the school district in which I lived in California. And she was head of St. Vincent de Paul and her primary work was working with Mexican immigrants, Spanish-speaking people uh, who came to, to California um, and the needs were many. Uh, sometimes it was with translation, often it was with translations, interpreting. Uh, other times it was with food and clothing or with doctors and mental health specialists and so on and so forth. So my mother was that person who would find resources and would help the immigrants. And because of all the good works that my mother did, and she always did it so selflessly, uh, she acquired a name among the Mexicans. And it was Langelita. Langelita means the little angel. Because... Whenever they had needs, they would call my mother before anyone else. And my mother would, would find the resources to help them in whatever their needs were. Well, there was a situation years ago where a family came from Mexico. And there were a number of kids, a husband and wife, and they had several kids. And one of the kids was about 11 or 12 years old, a boy. And... The teachers began to notice, and many others, that this boy at school, he always came with a jacket. He was always covering his body, his arms. He wouldn't show anything. And even when it was very hot, he would wear this jacket. Never took it off for anything. And if anybody tried to suggest that he take it off, he would be agitated and he would get upset. And so one day my mom is called to see if she could help him, if she can work with the family. They suspected that there was something, there was a reason why he wasn't taking off his jacket. But nobody up to that point had been able to convince him to take it off. And so my mother, one day, she goes to the house of this family, knocks on the door, and the mother answers the door, and she, they know each other, but my mother has never been to their house before. And they have a conversation, and she comes into the house and sits down, and the mother calls her son, who's in his bedroom, and my mother just has a conversation with them and just kind of gets to know them and um, not saying anything about the jacket and, and just really trying to put everyone at ease. And my mom kept going back, so she made multiple visits going back to this family and sitting down with them and talking with them. 
She knew that if she would have asked this boy on the very first visit if he would be willing to take off his jacket, he probably would have been agitated and upset again. So my mother, being a very gentle and loving woman, a woman who knows how to touch hearts, she just kept visiting the family, building a friendship with this family, a relationship, a bond. And the little boy took to my mother. And he became very fond of her because he saw how much my mother was going out of her way to see him and to see her family. And then one day, my mother, as she's visiting with him, she very gently invites him to to remove his jacket if, if that would be okay. And he finally he finally takes off his jacket. And what my mom saw when she took off his jacket, she began to weep. My mom began to cry when she saw him. Because he had all of these, he had some type of disease, um, lumps and different marks on his body. This was not, this was not a case of child abuse. This was some type of disease. And I don't know what it was called, but, but it, these were things that were on his body. Apparently even on his chest and his back. But my mom immediately saw on his arms these welts and, and, and just um, these kind of wounds and stuff. And I, I don't think it was leprosy, but I can't say for certain. But this boy had been suffering. And he knew that he felt in his heart that he couldn't show his vulnerabilities to others because they would make fun of him. Because they would... Um, Treat him in a way that, that would be hurtful. And so he just started wearing his jacket all the time, no matter what. My mother was able to reach his heart. And we too, in trying to reach people's hearts, sometimes we just got to be patient. You know, we can't, we can't do things all at once. Sometimes we got to, you know, take our time. And sometimes... It could take weeks, it could take months, it could take years, it could take many visits. But the goal is to reach a person's heart. And always that is to be done with the grace of God. God is always at work in us, brothers and sisters. As a priest, I never am by myself. When I come and preach, when I come and celebrate the sacraments, when I visit the sick, God and Blessed Mother are always with me. And so I'm never by myself. And this is what I bring to bear on the ministry. And it's the same thing that my mother did in ministering to this boy. My question for you is this. Do you know any present day lepers, people suffering in some way that they have withdrawn up from others? They have isolated themselves. And how is Jesus calling you to minister to them? How is he calling you to reach out to them to help them in their suffering? Because brothers and sisters, Jesus loves each and every one of us. And he desires us to show mercy, the healing mercy of Christ.